Hello. You don't have to hold it right up to you. I know I don't. I'm going to put it there. (laughs) Why are you yelling on me already? We just started. Hey, it's porch night. I'm Katie Lou. Hey, um, Carl's here. I know. Carl, have you... (laughs) Just put it on the... There There you go. This is going well. (laughs) I'm enjoying this. Carl, have you seen any of the new Daredevil yet? I have. Yeah, it's really good. The um, I'm up to like, episode five uh, so far. I watched like three episodes today. I'm supposed to be watching with Sin. Uh, <laughs> I love my wife dearly, but like she's not she's not around enough for me to watch this at the pace I want to watch it. So I. I Bit the bullet and watch, started watching it without her. What happens? Is um, so at the end of the Defenders, you know, everybody is. Yeah, what happens at the end? Uh, Matt, uh, spoilers. Everyone gets mad at each other. Yeah, it's been over a year. If you haven't seen the Defenders yet, fuck yourself. Um, the Defenders at the end, everybody assumes that Daredevil Matt Murdock is dead. Uh, like he went down in the explosion with Elektra and all that. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And so that's where season three of Daredevil picks up with Matt Murdock crawling out of the Hudson River all banged up and deaf in his right ear. So now he's actually blind and he can't, you know, do his Daredevil shenanigans. Oh. Um, so Superpower's gone. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, Kingpin starts getting out of prison and manipulating the government for his own ends. And, uh, you know pretty standard fare but is it punishing in this one not yet but i hope so because karen page is in it and she anytime she's in trouble frank shows up so i'm hoping he shows up because that's really all daredevil's fine but i'm really here for wilson fisk and the punisher (coughs) they're far more interesting to me I thought you said Punisher already had its own series. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And uh, the second one's going to be coming out in, I think, spring. That's what they're saying. Are these all related to Jessica Jones? Mm hmm. Yeah, it's all in the same universe. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, all that. But the Marvel thing's been going on for a really long time, babe. You think you'd kind of understand how it. I have tried. I've watched. Like 20 fucking years. So I watched it's Jessica Jones. like the biggest Je- thing in movies. I watched Jessica Jones, which I liked. Yeah. I tried watching Nick Cage, and I made it till about the Luke time Cage. of Luke Cage. Yeah, Nick Cage is a very different show. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, so also I, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched uh, Nick Cage up until the part where they killed the best villain ever. Yeah, Whatever. Cottonmouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then it kind of was like what are you guys doing? And so I couldn't actually finish that one. Then I watched season two of Jessica Jones. Yeah. And I still, I watched like the first three episodes of Iron Fist and I thought it was cheesy as fuck. Yeah. I did not care for that at all. So, my, I haven't watched any Daredevil other than watching you two sit out here crying yeah. when Daredevil and the Punisher are on the screen at the same time. Yeah. Well, that was a very important moment. Why May was it night. an important moment enough so you guys are both crying? We were both 
it's when we became brothers. We understood each other on a deeper spiritual level <laughs> after that evening. We were really high. And we were really high. <laughs> which helps, you know. And the daredevil and punisher dynamic was such that it it's very reflected it's 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 a nice parallel to what Nate and I's dynamic and that daredevil is you know very optimistic and hopeful that people can change and do better and punisher's like no no people are assholes and so you're punisher and Nate is no daredevil. it's not really like that it wasn't about the show at that point no no it wasn't it was just about like we've had similar conversations together yeah. And just acknowledging, like, oh, I understand you better now because I've seen it from this third-party perspective of the show. And we were really high. And we were really high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which helps. You know. I had some trouble. I mean, like, I like Jessica Jones. It was a little real, though. Yeah. Yeah. A little on the real side. That was a very, uh, I felt like, a very accurate portrayal of what PTSD feels like. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was a good visual representation of what that type of shit feels like, where it's like, you have the flashbacks, but it's not really flashbacks in that, like... No, you're there I'll, when you flashback. Yeah. Like, you're, like, physically there, and you yeah. start breathing heavy, your yeah. heart rate goes up, all those things. Yeah. And then when, when I was watching it, like just some of the mind fucking that was yeah, happening. Yeah, yeah. The manipulation I had some I had some moments yeah. in regards to that. Just the and the the instant panic that she felt mm-hmm. was very relatable. Well and just like the loss of identity. Like just yeah. that fear of like I'm no longer myself and yeah. not in charge anymore. He did a great job as the bad guy. He plays an excellent asshole. Yeah. 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 He was also the bad guy in Harry Potter. He played the the bad guy in Harry Potter too. Did he? Yeah. Huh. The uh the son. The Death Eater guy. Yeah. Barty, Barty's son. Whatever. Uh, I don't know. I'm uh, not well versed enough in Harry Potter to really know much uh, past like I like Snake. In the movie he played. He played. Yeah. Um the Death Eater guy. Okay. Hmm. But yeah. I know Nate hates Harry Potter. Uh, the Game of Thrones episode of uh, Hodor did that to me. That oh really? Me very emotional. Yeah. I started thinking, what if I'm what if I'm Hodor? Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> you know, it was. Yeah. It was a rabbit hole of a thought. Yeah. Hodor was was difficult to watch. Devastating. I there. I mean, there's been times where I've literally cried watching a television show. Yeah. Hodor, like Game of Thrones, was was one of them. Well, Hodor was the one truly innocent character on that show. Yeah. Everybody else is a little bit of a bastard. Yeah. At some point. A little bit of a fuck, and then Hodor is just like, you know. Group. Did you cry at Hodor episode? I got a little misty. Yeah. A little misty? A little misty. <laughs> Just a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. Like, like when, I, when it finally clicked, clicked, like, what they were doing. Yeah. And I was like, 
Oh no. <laughs> <coughs> he's telling him to hold the door and it's fucking him up in the past and that's why he says hold door? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, that was unpleasant. That made my stomach turn. We watched Game of Thrones in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it did, yeah, it did twist my stomach around. It's just like, "Oh, fuck you, George R. R. Martin. You magnificent bastard." Well, he wasn't even the one that actually wrote that part. I mean, he he plans to write that part, but he met with like the producers and stuff. Well, and he told them told what him, happened. Yeah, he yeah. told them told him what the eventual happening is going to be. Yeah. And then they did the episode on it, and they said that George R. R. Martin said it was fantastic. Have you ever been brought to tears by another television show or episode? The last episode of Angel. Oh. I love the last episode of Angel where they where they just acknowledge like they're not going to win the fight. Yeah. It's not that's not a possibility for them. The best that they can hope for is just to make a dent. And that's worthwhile. Yeah. And when like all of hell descends on them in the end in that alley and Angel's just like yeah I don't know about you all but I want to slay the dragon yeah like it's like ah yeah we're all doomed but you know at least try and make a dent that's the best you can hope for that that hit me in my sweet spot yeah yeah have you ever cried in another show episode Yeah, what episode? A couple of them. A couple of them? I can't remember what uh, what the name of the episode was, but it's one where Captain Picard's prisoner is like, There are four lights! Have you seen that one? No. <laughs> I have trying to make him tell him that there's three lights. Hmm. It's so cheesy. <laughs> it's the worst. So they're trying to brainwash him? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But he won't, he won't give in. You won't give in. Because mm-hmm. uh. he's fucking Captain Picard. Right. Huh. That's a good one. That's much different than Mal telling Wash that he's going to sleep with Zoe to keep Wash from breaking from Firefly. It's a different type of resilience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cried in The Gift the first time I saw it from Buffy. Which, I don't the know. The end of it's the last episode of season five. Oh. And oh. she jumps off the edge to save the world. Yeah. And then you see her grave and it says she saved the world a lot. Yeah. Oh man. And you see and everyone's just kind of looking at her body laying there on the bricks. Yeah. And then you see Spike and he's literally just devastated. Yeah. He's like crying. And when she says that whole speech to Dawn about yeah. the hardest thing you know, yeah. in this world is to live in it. You're like, ah, Bobby. It is. It is. It's You're so, so damn right. Hard. <laughs> that, and I did cry when I was a little kid watching uh, Wonder Years. When they, it was like the last episode and they're like, dad died that dog died you know yeah and, everybody and, died yeah and and, <laughs> and i you know me that was and a heavy episode. Yeah. winnie cooper yeah. you know the love of his fucking life is like with someone else yeah. and all this shit i was like oh 
Paul grew up to be Marilyn Manson? Uh, he did not. That is such a joke. <laughs> Marilyn Manson's pretty good, though. Marilyn Manson is very good. Marilyn Manson is definitely one of my guilty pleasures. Like, is he? Oh, yeah. Like, if that dude puts out something, I'm going to at least listen to it twice. Remember we listened to, like, some new stuff, and we're like, this is Marilyn Manson? Like, yeah, The Pale it? Emperor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Like, uh, Faded, Faithful, and Fatal, whatever that song is. Mm. It's fucking phenomenal. My favorite was always New Shit. Yeah. yeah. Loved fucking New Shit. Yeah. Well, he's at his best when he's just making a mockery of society. Yeah. Just, like, that's when you... Ah, that's 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 your spot, that's your spot man. Yeah. Just snort some cocaine and stay right there. <laughs> and, and just bring back a, the cat in the hat hat thing, man. That was, just, just for one night. Did I ever tell you about the time I went... When I was at the first OzFest... In Columbus, no. Ohio. No, what happened? <laughs> well, in the Midwest, there were people who liked Ma- Marilyn Manson. Yeah. But for the most part, it's a very Christian, evangelical, conservative environment. Yeah. And in the, you know, mid-90s, Marilyn Manson was, in fact, the Antichrist. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was, like, devil worshiper and yes. all this stuff. Yeah. And that was full tilt in Ohio. So it was the first year of OzFest. I snuck into the show because, you know. How'd you sneak in? Well, I got tickets. I got into the show legitimately, but, like, I snuck you past my parents. Anybody. Yeah, oh, like, okay. I got in. And, um, because there's no way Rhonda was going to let me go to no. OzFest. No, I can't imagine. No. So. <laughs> no. Uh, no, that that was not on the acceptable things for a good Christian boy. <laughs> So we go, we get in there. And Who's we? Who's we? Me and some buddies from high school. Oh, okay. is, yeah. Um, so we're in there, and <laughs> they go through the show and everything, and, and Marilyn Manson. Who's playing? So the, I don't remember. There were a bunch of people, like mm-hmm. opening acts and that sort of yeah. thing. But I just remember Marilyn Manson and Ozzy. Okay. So Manson comes out. And they starts in with sweet dreams and everything. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what you'd want, but Columbus, Ohio is having none of it. And really? They fucking start booing him off the stage. At Ozfest. So these At are people who Ozfest. actually went there for it. Who yeah. They started booing Marilyn Manson and shouting, Bring out Ozzy, bring out Ozzy. At this point, at this point, though, like, Marilyn Manson's a like, thing. Yeah, like, no, like, yeah, like th- this, He would be, like, headliner. Yeah, type. yeah, he could be, have his own was tour. This? It was, like, 97, 98. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 That's but, a backwoods. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit, no, it's full-on Ohio redneck at its best. Yeah. And they just start booing him off the stage, booing him off the stage. He ends up flipping off the crowd or something and just running off stage. Really? So the lights go down and everybody's just shouting, just bring out Ozzy, 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 just, you know, fucking going nuts. And Plurus Amphitheater had just opened up. Uh-huh. So the lights are still off, but the opening riff for Crazy Train come, oh. comes on. It's like, uh-huh. and the crowd just fucking starts losing their shit. They're like, ah. <laughs> And the lights come up, and it's fucking Marilyn Manson. 
Oh, they lost their shit. They start tearing up the sod from the lawn and throwing it on stage. They're tearing up seats and shit. There's a bomb threat. It's a bag of fucking dildos. It's fucking just chaos. Yeah, and then Ozzy never came out. Because <laughs> he's like, fuck you. No, I yeah, this. Yeah. Because he likes Marilyn yeah, Manson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to come out for you pieces yeah. of shit. So the first time I tried to see Ozzy, I did not get to see Ozzy. Have you seen him since? Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, it was after the Osbournes and everything. Oh. Ozzy's always was Ozzy, but... He was a little less <laughs> Ozzy. He's, Ozzy. He's Ozzy's, an old man. Ozzy survived a lot. He's <laughs> rough. Hey, he's, he's been through some shit, and it's okay, but damn. <laughs> yeah. 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 But yeah, Marilyn Manson's great. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. <laughs> not I like it's not like one of those people that you literally can be like, I'm gonna listen to every single song on every single album in a row. No, it gets he's a little not much. Counting crows. <laughs> I like how your comparison is <laughs> no, it's not like me sitting alone crying and holding myself listening to counting crows. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Adam Durrett speaks to my soul. Mm. <laughs> Ugh. You're that way with um, uh, Airborne. I cry in silence. You cry in silence to no. Airborne Toxic event? <laughs> no, I don't really cry in music It's too the much. whitest, most melodramatic thing I've heard all week. <laughs> like, you know I, I like how you specified it to this week. <laughs> yeah, just this week. Just this week. Yeah. <laughs> People sit in their rooms and have a good cry. And yeah. Some, you know, some good music. I just cry in silence. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Do you have a question, Carl? Yeah. Favorite thing that happened this week? Favorite thing yeah, that happened this week? Yeah, favorite thing that happened this week. Yeah. Ugh. Do you have one? That's a good one. I'm gonna say... Okay, this is gonna sound bad, but actually it's a good thing. Okay, so... This week I got into the car accident, right? Right. And uh, so I went to the doctor and everything. They gave me, like, muscle relaxers and all this stuff. Yeah. What, what's awesome is that at the same time I'm also getting a cold, huh. you know? Sure. And so I kept sneezing. Uh-huh. Like, and it would, like, literally, like, pulse through my back because of the whiplash that I got. Oh, yeah. Right? And I found that if you take the Benadryl to dry out your nose and the muscle relaxers, <laughs> that the combination uh-huh. makes things much more pleasant. Yeah. And I slept awesome this <laughs> week. And I had, like, really, really intense dreams. Ooh. Yeah. Like, ones that you wake up and you actually remember, not like, it, it's been a half hour since I woke up, so it's all gone. Right. It was, like, yeah, ones that... So I told, detailed. like, him about my yeah. dreams. <laughs> They're weird, man. Don't be yeah. a pupper, baby. 
I'm not a pill popper. I hate medicine. You know this. So, but it was a it was be, a nice be a little chemist. There. It was a nice <laughs> thing because like I slept good and yeah. I had like weird introspective kind of dreams. And I would say that for having an accident and a cold and all the other shit you deal with on a regular basis, I think that would be my positive. Yeah. Well, what were your dreams? <laughs> <laughs> I'll just walk past the headline. Because uh, I had some weird dreams because when I quit smoke, when I went on my tolerance break last week. Yeah. I had like. It's very vivid dreams. Yeah? Yeah. Do you want to share yours first? Sure, I'll go first. <laughs> I don't know that I want to, though, because my dreams may not be worth you telling your dreams. I don't know if it's going to live up to the quid pro quo. Mine were a little sexy dreams. Oh, they're definitely not. You should definitely go first. I'm not even going to talk about my dreams. Mine are depressing and introspective. Oh, womp womp. Yeah, like I died a few times in my dreams last week. I thought you couldn't actually die in a dream yeah. and not die. Mm, that's horseshit. Is it really? Yeah. Because there's been times where I'm like to that point of where, okay, I'm about ready to die and then I wake up. I thought that I it was like that's a, just you dying. Is it? Well, I assume that's what's going to happen when I die. Is when I die, it's either it's lights out forever, or I'm just going to snap into whatever new reality there is, come crawling out of my new mom's vagina, and start over. Ew. <laughs> that's graphic. Oh yeah, you feel better about talking about your sexy dream? Now? Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <laughs> It was really weird. Yeah. You know how dreams just don't make this, don't make any sense. Or they right? make all the sense. Luke. They make no sense. <laughs> so it was in this dream, and it was like, okay, you know how like we have our group of friends that are close enough, uh -huh. and then, and then, but it almost feels like family as well. Uh -huh. So it was like this weird mix of like I knew I was around everybody that was friends and family. Right. So, and even the people that were on the periphery were like friends of friends of family. Uh -huh. And what it was was so we were all like the houses were all in close proximity to each other, but I don't know whose houses were which because everything was very fluid almost yeah. like Nate brought up you know like like a commune mm -hmm. or something so similar to that I think that's part of my subconscious where I think that I would be fine living in some sort of communal living not yeah. like where I'm like in everybody's business every time it's like you have a place to go mm -hmm. but you work as more of a tribe type of them so yeah. this whole thing was very tribal villagey feeling yeah. <coughs> oh. is it modern though yes so it was like full regular houses, but yeah. there was like hills that you could walk up to the other person's yeah. house and then down into a valley into like a open area where we hung out, you know, that type of thing. So a mix of like porch night with friends that we all know and family. Yeah. White collar prison? <laughs> White. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. And so we... I don't know what it was. So, in the tribe, there was a known couple that was this woman and this other woman. Yeah. And 
the news broke or it was out that they were having some issues and maybe breaking up or something like that. Yeah. So there was some sort of weird in my subconscious knowing and everybody kind of knew they're on the outs and they're going to probably be breaking up soon, right? right? And one of the girls particularly caught my eye uh -huh. because she was adorable. Yeah. In that kind of like... Not like in the super, super lesbian, like, stereotypical way, but in that, yeah, I'm a very free whatever yeah. goes. I'm more of about, like, I care about the person, not about what sex the person is. Right. And could very easily go somewhat masculine, but yeah. also beautifully feminine yeah. altogether. That really pretty endearing look yeah. you yeah. know short hair but like mm -hmm. very feminine feature like i don't know what it was i was just like hello yeah what yeah the whole time though i'm with nate mm -hmm. that's not changing mm -hmm. there was not even a thought of that becoming a not a thing so it wasn't like this i'm gonna break up with nate and get with this girl right. feeling it was very much a this is part of being a human being where this is okay to have these thoughts and feelings even though you're in a committed relationship with someone else. Yeah. It was just more like there there wasn't like the boundaries of, you know, you can't do something. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, so... You know, the way you feel at the end of a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> no, I told you. It was like... And, and and so then early in the dream, we had me and Nate were having sexy time, right? right. To the point of where I was like, I need you right now kind right. of a thing. And what was funny is that the kids come in, start laughing and pointing, and Nate huh. chases them off naked, like being like, you little shits, you know, kind yeah. of a thing. <laughs> and, and I'm like, Nate, come back. I'm really, really horny, so you need to come back, yeah. you know, kind of a thing. And then, so all, but all of this is happening like it's just a society yeah. and this is just what it is, right? Uh -huh. And then what happens is, <laughs> like... Men running after children. <laughs> <laughs> Fully erect. <laughs> you were too and you were ginormous because we were both in that same stage. You know where you get to that one point where we're like, we have to do this. Like, yeah. this needs to happen yeah. because we are both on edge yeah. and, and we, we're going to explode if yeah. we don't. Yeah. And so... Um, so then it was like everybody's kind of getting used to the idea of these two girls are breaking up you yeah. know but but again it wasn't like one of them had to leave the, the tribe or oh. something like that it was more like you know this is just what happens and we're going to have to find someone else within the tribe to mingle with Yeah. anyways I can't stop staring at this girl every time I see her like there's you know how like there's that weird like just ingrained human instinct of where you just have like this weird connection with another person when you walk by them. Yeah. Uh oh. The yeah. yeah. Like it's just kind of like, like the, you meet see and you meet guy contact. It's like ah oh, shit, this is gonna be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of what it was, you yeah. know. And then she kept looking at me like, really, you're with you know, like I thought you were just you know yeah. only a Nate lover kind of a person, right? right? Yeah. And I and I and like all of this is just visual so mm. there's no talking it's all subliminal messages and I'm like no no I love Nate I'm not leaving him but 
damn, damn. girl. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, seriously, I don't know what this is. This is just one of those things where I am, like, infatuated with you for the moment, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a thing. And and so she's, you know, distraught because she's breaking up with this long-term person that she yeah. thought was her partner and all this, you know. What she look like? What do you remember she looked like? Okay, so her hair was kind of punky and dark black. Yeah. And she's like almost has like a Hispanic look to her uh-huh. a little bit. So she's a little bit like a mocha skin color. Yeah. She has like an ass mm-hmm. and tits, mm-hmm. like hello. But shapely. So yeah. it's not like like she she has some extra weight on her, but it wasn't in any way negative. Yeah, she's comfortable. She is comfortable. Yeah. She could tell she's been in a relationship. You know, yeah. she's okay with herself. Yeah. She's happy. Yeah. And that was even more attractive because right. she's yeah. super okay with who she is. She right. knows who she is. And that was like, hello. Yeah. And so, yeah, dark hair, dark eyes. I guess you would say a little bit on the Hispanic side. Okay. But dressed super fly. Yeah. That would be the way I'd explain it, like fly, like yeah. like not pretentious and not yeah. girly, but just she knows what looks good on her, right. kind of a yeah. thing. And and so like and she caught me staring at her enough times that she's kind of like really yeah. I thought you know like I said I, yeah. you, you're with Nate you yeah. know and I'm like yeah I know but something is happening yeah. right here that I can't right. not do right. And so it got to the point of where we had done enough and it was weird like you know how like then dreams how things flash very yeah. quickly. So then the flash was of us kind of like passing very closely in a hallway like face to face oh. but keep moving. Like the the sexual tension was ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm just like I know I love Nate and right. I want to be with Nate this is just something that's sure. in my DNA somehow where yeah. I am just drawn to this person and yeah. I need to figure out what this thing is, yeah. right? And so there was one point, and I can't understand, again, dreams are stupid and they make no sense. At some point, like Nate is laying next to me and I'm laying next to Nate and she's on the other side of me. Huh. Like, because because we're all, like, a tribe or something. We're just hanging yeah. out, like, watching TV or something. I don't know. So, yeah. you know. And she's kind of like... And I'm just staring at her, not watching the television. Right. You know. And she's fine. That's fin- not at all creepy. No. It was super <laughs> creepy. Like, I look like a total pervert yeah. in this whole yeah. scenario. <laughs> or your typical man. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Which is weird. Like, I just took on, like, the... Hey, yeah. That's how the boy feels. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah. And, but she's not opposed to it. Like, she's also attracted to me enough to where she's like, is this, like... A th- I mean, like, is this kind of, like, a thing? And, I, and we kind of, like, talk about the fact that we both have this same weird attraction to mm-hmm. each other, even though we both know nothing's going to come of it. Right. But because of Nate, because he's literally sitting, laying right next to me, right? right. And so we just are both kind of looking at each other, and she has the most adorable face, right? And she's kind of just like, you know, vulnerable because she just broke up with someone, and also in that same intrigued stage yeah. that I am because yeah. of whatever's going on. Yeah. And, and so I finally just lean over 
and I just start kissing her. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't long or anything like that, but it was super sweet. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, okay, there. Finally. It was yeah. like a relief you kind got of a thing. Out of your system. And Nate just kind of looks over at us. Yeah. And he's like, is this something? Yeah. You know, whatever. And I go, this has nothing to do with you. And mm-hmm. I meant it like sincerely, like, this has nothing to do with you. It wasn't yeah. like that. It was right. like, this has nothing to do with This is something I have to do. Right. Otherwise, I'm going to go crazy pants, right? Right. And he just kind of does this like shrug and look away kind of a thing. And he's like, okay. You know, yeah. like in me saying that, he knew, no, I love you and I'm going to yeah. be with you, but just let me do this. Otherwise, it's going to be a thing. Right. If you let me do this, it's not going to be a thing, you know? Anyways, and so it was, and then it was just like over. Mm -hmm. Like it was like we had to complete the the kiss thing so that we could both be like, okay, that was super nice and that felt really good. And I really enjoyed that. And there's something about you that I just like you. Yeah. But it was nothing else than that. And then I woke up. Huh. It was really bizarre. Yeah, that's a good one. Is it? Yeah, no, of course. I don't know. Nate kind of had some... Woof. Woof? I have aroused. (laughs) 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 Not an inappropriate response. Is it not? No, not at all. Mm. Oh. It's not like I'm going to freaking leave Nate or no, something like that. Yeah, no, and that, it was just that like, only makes like, it hotter. Like, I, like I, if I, Sim were sitting next to me and like, hey, check her out. Like, I, like, I'm not going anywhere, but I got to go do this thing. I'm like, yeah, you got to go do that thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Yeah, you do. <laughs> like, it was one of those things where it, there wasn't any of the societal norms yeah. on, like, this is how you must behave. But it was also okay to be committed in a relationship yeah. with someone and to... But the fact that you were doing something that was just instinctual wasn't negative. Yeah. It was just being who I was. And yeah. and, and like I said, I finished and I was like, okay, done, okay, and then snuggly with Nate. And yeah. it was totally fine. It was just a bizarre thought. And I realized how much of what we believe is okay and not okay, I wonder how much of that is just in our heads. No, it's all in our heads. And in, you know, your head and in my head, there is so much guilt and shame revolving any aspect of a relationship that... Because of religion. Yeah, 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 because of religion and just the upbringing and everything, or it's just... Like, I can't... You know, growing up, I couldn't even look at a girl, let alone a boy, and think, ooh, hello. Right. You can't think that. No. That's a sinful thought, and then the devil takes root in your yeah. root. Yeah. <laughs> in my root. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and you get hair on your palms and you go blind. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like, like just the thought that that yeah. is actually, what it felt like is that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, tribes where there's trust and security and honesty and love and affection that doesn't change anything. Right. And the freedom of it was very surreal. Yeah. It was it was nice, it was comforting. Like I would think like like you said, the way I've grown up, I would have 
full-on guilt if yeah. Nate caught me kissing someone else. Yeah. You know? Chaos if everybody oh. was allowed to kiss whoever they want. Right? Absolute Because they chaos. want... I mean, okay, if someone is, like, abusing someone else and forcing themselves on someone, yes. But if it's, like, this free, open kind of a, a feeling... Yeah. It was very peaceful feeling. Yeah. Well, there's no ego... No ego... Yeah. No, not operating from that fear of scarcity. Yeah. Like if you know, if you have this thing with this dream girl. Yeah. It's somehow going to take away from what you have with Nate. And that's just it. They're yeah. not even related. Right. Exactly. In the dream, they weren't even related, and that's right. why when I said the thing to Nate about this has nothing to do with you. Yeah. It doesn't change anything about us, our relationship, or right. anything. This is something completely separate and it was okay to say that right and there was i mean like i like you said he just kind of was like okay, whatever yeah do what you need to do you yeah. know or do what you feel you should do and and that was it right and there was no because later on then we're all oh yeah no i woke up i may have fallen back asleep because it, have you ever done that where you wake up and then it then continues you go back into the dream yeah oh i love that yeah and like catching a and good and it was us again you know trying to figure out a place where we could go and have sex you know yeah. and this and in my head I knew this was after that thing and that girl was still there you yeah. know whatever but it was like that weird question of not knowing was gone so it almost made things easier right yeah yeah that makes sense and it made me like Nate more which yeah. is weird because you know that was interesting in that weird perspective but then but no I love Nate you yeah. know I'm not gonna do it you know I'm not gonna do anything else yeah. you know no. It was weird. So, Benadryl, <laughs> muscle relaxers, good dreams. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, overall, I would consider it pleasant. And mm -hmm. like you said, because of the way we grew up, it was it was nice that I didn't have the guilt and shame afterwards mm -hmm. to the point where I even told Nate about the dream, you know? And he's like, oh, yeah, that's cool, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's weird stepping out of that. And if you realize how much of just our world is that way yeah it's bizarre so which is the right way ah, ah. there really isn't a right way nah, i just know some ways i don't want to go yeah <laughs> i don't know what's right or wrong you know dreams uh dreams taking it to your imagination yeah right the imagination is weird it takes you into these different realities where your inhibitions are different or your inhibitions are more honest you yeah. know what i mean and uh, you're kind of living a different reality where you stripped off kind of baggage. Yeah. You know? Like alternate universe sorts of things. Your imagination's crazy. And so that just represents, you know, I think it represents openness and honesty in yourself and your sexuality and that you're, you're somebody that has desires and you feel free to express them. Yeah. Yeah, cause that's not the first. I that mean, dream's like super hot. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> that I had that I'm still dream. Thinking about it. And the thing is, is that like Nate's not going to be able to answer the question because he's thinking about I'm your dream. I'm finished for the night. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in my bunk. How long have we been doing this? Okay. Um. I mean, because that's not the first time I've had those. I would not, by any means, classify myself as a lesbian I, I very much like boys I very much do 
but yeah, but girls but, are pretty. You but know? I think that the only Even reason girls why girls are pretty. Yeah, remember that one girl we met that I was like, holy shit, I am like fantasizing about all the things I'm gonna do to this girl, right? Like seriously, like it went through my head. Remember dreadlock hippie chick? Holy shit! Yeah, she was delightful. I did not want her to leave. No. Oh my god. When we worked at a we worked at a car dealership all together. That's how we all met. And, and every once in a while, it was Katie and I were going through our divorce. Nate hadn't joined us in that endeavor yet, but <laughs> <laughs> he was always lagging behind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Katie and I had already entered into our divorces. Not Katie and I getting divorced from one another but from another yeah i had my own wife and she had her own husband because <laughs> that would make this dynamic even weirder right. like every once in a while my ex-husband comes over and hangs out on the porch <laughs> that's a weird thing but no so we were we were getting our own separate divorces and uh every once in a while we'd see some people down in the service department who we became infatuated with oh like and hippie dreadlock chick was one of them she, she was was fantastic. a picture oh, of just a peach of a human being she had pink fucking dreadlocks yeah and she was just this she's this little oh uh, yeah a little li- pixie of a thing right yeah, yeah. and I remember like literally paging you mm-hmm. to come and see me so mm-hmm. that we could walk through the service department and I'd be like, okay, there she is. There she is. Yeah. <laughs> I was infatuated with that girl. The other one was the one that me and Nate sold a car to. Oh, yeah. When I Nate was my you. ASM. Yeah. Yeah. And oh my God. Mm-hmm. This girl, like, she was the. She looked like a rockabilly kind of girl. Oh yeah. So she like had the, the pinup the, type of yeah the pinup kind of girl. So she was literally when she came in, she was wearing a black. No, was she blonde? She was blonde, but it was like that blonde blonde. Oh and yeah. So she had her hair in a ponytail and she had the bangs, the straight oh, bangs no. across her across her forehead. She was wearing this little sailor shirt. Oh. Like a striped navy stri- sailor shirt and a black lycra spandex skirt and flats, right? And she had those kind of like magician boobs where they were like, they looked like, you know, like... <laughs> magician boobs? <laughs> like, so, so what they were is they were like, they, were, they weren't huge, right. they weren't little, yeah. but they were complete globes like light bulbs oh like globe boobs yeah and she wasn't like overly showing them off but the shirt was uh like a like a scoop neck a scoop neck yeah and so they're sitting there and then she wore red fucking lipstick Uh. and i'm looking at this girl to the point of where when we go up to the desk you know when we're working a deal with her because she's buying a car for me right when she was my up, I was like, hello. Right, yeah. <laughs> Hi, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sell you a car, right? Yeah. 
and I'll so I'll be your best friend. Yeah. And lover. And and girlfriend, whatever at yeah, this point. I will be as much as you I want to know yeah. everything there is to know about you, right? <laughs> and so, you know, took her on test drive and everything and and I'm like going, "What the fuck is wrong with you, Katie? You don't like girls, mm-hmm. but you like this fucking girl like there is something it was very similar feeling to the dream feeling right right right. and and so because nate was my boss and my asm you know at some point he comes in right and then we go up to the desk and i'm like oh shit and he's like what and i'm like on this girl he goes okay it's not just me and i'm like no No. (laughs) she is like some like i said she's some magician boob girl i don't know what it was and it was just enough. It was like everything was perfect. Like yeah. just enough cleavage to where it wasn't slutty. It was intriguing. Right. And just the right hair to be, I am funky, but I'm also like straight laced. And yeah. then like the red lipstick, come and get it. But wait a minute, I got to say yes. It was like yeah. all those things. Oh, best yeah. transaction I've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> I love it when like... I love it when people are like that, where they're like a stoplight malfunctioning. Like, it's just green light, red light, yellow light, flashing all at once, and you don't know if you're coming or going. Yeah. She's, oh, God. <laughs> so many signals. I'm overwhelmed. But, yeah, so like I said, like, I'm, I, I've always been in a relationship with guys. I've yeah. never been in a relationship with girl. But there has been certain times in my life, similar to my dream, where there's just something. Yeah. I am just drawn to this person. And and I think what it is is that I don't think that instinctually as humans that there's a picking or a label for things. Yeah. Like like people can, you know, just be very fluid about things. Yeah. That that's that was my thought coming out of the dream. Yeah. Because you can be going a certain way, but life is going to throw you randomness, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change who you are. Right. And no one can tell you who you are right. either. You know, yeah. like, like, all of these things are just natural. They're not just made up. Yeah. Because we need to put labels on everything. Yeah. I guess that would be my biggest come away from it. Because, yeah. no, I was infatuated with this girl mm-hmm. in my dream. Like, yeah. I needed more of this person. Yeah. It huh. was weird. Makes sense. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing? <laughs> I just like listening to you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I've been talking, like, the whole freaking time. Yeah, you, talk, you can't picture, Ben. Do I? Oh, yeah. Yeah. God damn Hmm. Overall, good dream. Yeah, very good dream. It sounds much better than yours. Your sounds yeah, very depressing. No. Well, mine was mine was sweet in its own doom and gloom kind of way. Sin and I, and so in the dream, Sin and I were going uh, to a fashion show. Okay. So we're driving down this hilly road, and it's raining, and we're in Seattle. I don't know how we're in Seattle, but we're in Seattle. Yeah. So we're driving through the hills and everything, and uh, we start coming up to this lip of the hill. And I turn to her and I say, "You might want to slow down because she's driving." Yeah. 
And uh, she turns to me and goes, what? And next thing we go, the car goes fucking flying off this hill. And the incline is super steep. It's like a street in like like a San, San Francisco, Francisco kind right. of a thing. Okay. And so, like, the car starts going sideways. And um, Sin starts flying out the sunroof. She, like, uh-huh. goes through the sunroof. And I go to reach and grab her to pull her back in. But then I think, ah, no, nah, like, I'm not going to be able to get her seatbelt on. She's going to fucking die. <laughs> so I take my seatbelt off and I jump out the sunroof and I grab a hold of her because I figure like in the dream I'm thinking like well apparently we're gonna die this is it and if better, we're gonna, better hold on and if we're gonna die I might as well be hanging on to her yes yeah. fuck it this is it mm-hmm. so I grab a hold of her and we're and we're just making impact on the ground and that's when I wake up huh yeah hey maybe that just means that when it all comes down she's the one you want to be with yeah yeah. That's actually pretty sweet. Yeah. 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 You know, it's not bad. Life's going to come at you. Yeah. You yeah. may as well be with the right person. Yeah. Also, you, you got like superhuman speed all of a sudden, too. Well, and Dream, dream Carl is very <laughs> effective. Right. <laughs> yeah, very efficient. Yeah. You've seen that, that weird <laughs> meme thing? Have you seen the weird meme thing of like, it's like, it's all digital, like a CGI guy, yeah. and it's like just like a stick figure, right? Yeah. And it's like, this is what it's like running in a nightmare. And you watch him, and he's, like, flailing his mm-hmm. arms and running weird mm-hmm. and can't run fast, but he's just, like, barely making... Yeah. That, that always reminds me of dreams, because <laughs> all of a sudden you're totally different in your right. dreams than you are in real life. Yeah. Yeah, so apparently I love my wife, so that's good. That is good. Yeah, it's a good realization. My vivid dream? Yeah. I was a white man in an African tribe really? in the jungle. I remember distinctly running through jungle leaves. <laughs> like they're hitting your face and your body yeah, or like something? Yeah, dodging around. Are I'm you like, like I'm, naked? I'm running like, uh, yeah, running through the jungle. Are you naked? Uh, I couldn't really tell because it was from my perspective. Oh, I wasn't okay. looking at myself. Gotcha. I could have been. I was in the jungle. I mean, it's <laughs> fucking hot in the jungle. Yeah. Well, at least a loincloth or something. Something to, you know, cover my jungle. You would look sexy in a loincloth. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, I was in uh, African tribe, but that's because I of uh, the music I was listening to when I was going yeah, to Yeah, so, so yesterday, <laughs> Nate's on Spotify, right? Yeah. And he, he leans over to me and goes, I found something awesome. <laughs> I'm like, What? It is literally full-on, like, African tribe, tribal music. Uh-huh. Like, with the drums and the and the chanting and all this stuff, right? Yeah, you gotta hear this. I mean, it's beautiful for what it is, but yeah. but I was like, why are you listening to this? It yeah. was, uh, it's calming. I, I liked it. It, had a, it was a good groove. I don't know. It was weird, because all night long... Because he puts his headphones in to fall asleep sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so I like looking over at him and I'm like. Oh, you went deep. So this is what I'm listening to. You know, I'm. It's like part, a xylophone or something. Yeah. So I'm like part deaf, you know, but yeah. I can just hear enough where I hear the, the pinging yeah. or the drumming. It's like clicking noise. I'm like, what's that clicking noise? He's like, it's my music. <laughs> And I'm like, 
All right, baby. Whatever, whatever floats your boat, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. I now I get why you were running through an African jungle. Yeah. Does Africa have jungles? Like, yeah. like yeah, like Congo and like down towards the middle and the southern part. It's more part. greener. Yeah, I always just north is the desert. The Sahara. Yeah, and the Kalahari and all those things, because those are all really dry. Africa's pretty big. Huh? Yeah, I know it's, it's like big. Huge. I'm just, I'm just saying, like it's got everything. Because yeah. I know, like, Madagascar has a lot of jungle and yeah. stuff, but that's off to the side on an island. But, yeah. like, I mean, like, how much of... Well, like, the top quarter yeah. is pretty deserty. Yeah. And it starts to lush up a bit. Lots of jungles south. in Africa. Huh. It's basically, like, you know, like, the North America is just, you know, reversed. I went back in time then. You went back in time? Yeah. So it was to like twenty thousand BC. Oh, so it was like like prehistoric Africa running through the jungle. Yeah, I was in a jungle tribe. Huh. Huh. Did you feel good about yourself? Yeah, it was exhilarating. Huh. It's a good dream. Well, doesn't it, doesn't it say that everybody actually comes from Africa? Isn't that where everybody huh. comes from? Uh huh. So, you were just going back to your roots. I unlocked that part of the brain that yeah. sits deep. Like Buffy meeting the first slayer. Right? Mm -hmm. Death is your gift. <laughs> well, that's Death a bummer. Is your gift. <laughs> yeah. She comes back with a bucket of chicken and yeah. says, evidently death is my gift. Death is my gift. Here's some fried chicken. <laughs> no, I'm full of love? Yeah. <laughs> Wow, it is raining hard on porch night. Mm -hmm. it's nice. I, ho I hope you everybody can hear us because it's getting loud. Yeah. Yeah. But I think we're probably going to end this session and we'll be back. Alright. When the rain dies. When the rain dies down, hopefully. Alright. Thanks for coming to porch night. Mm -hmm.